fight there. Are you listening to Sparkle Motion? Oh, good for you. Welcome to the Sparkle Motion podcast. Podcast where we talk about movies and TV. And uh, we're not in our usual studio today. We are camping in Anglesey in a tent. Enjoying the true British weather. Of a bank holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's raining. So that's probably what the pitter-patter when you can hear is. Um, so yeah, we just thought we'd uh, do a little podcast now. Talk about Star Wars. Solo a Star Wars story. You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. <laughs> L3! Let go of the mean man's face. Who are these guys? If you come with us, you're in this life for good. Did you enjoy it, or are you part of the backlash of, of awful nerds on the internet, Luke? I won't say I'm awful. I won't say I'm part of a backlash. No? You're not boycott solo? I've said quite a lot that I didn't think it should be made. Yeah. I didn't think it was a story that I needed telling, and I don't think... I thought it was just Disney cashing in. Mm-hmm. It is really, isn't it? And I kind of wanted to go and not like it, but then you secretly I did want to go and enjoy it, because that's all you want to go well, for. Well, yeah, if you're going to go and see a film, you want to enjoy it, don't you? And I thought it was all right. Yeah? I, won't, I don't think it was anything amazing. Well... But I think you've seen it twice now. I've seen it twice now, yeah. I, uh, I wasn't... Well, come Wednesday, I was feeling a bit like, oh, I can't really be bothered going and seeing this film. I think that was my problem before I yeah. went. And I was like, no, I've got to go. I've got my ticket booked, midnight showing. Like, it's the thing. I have to do it for everyone. I'm glad I did because I really, really enjoyed it. And um, and I think on IMDb and uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's getting like a 70% and a 7.2 or something. I think that's And I think that's fair, it. really. I think. Um, I actually think it's a little high. Do you? Yeah. Well, I'd say, I'd say it's good. I'd say it's good for a Ron Howard film as well. He's done some good films. Yeah. Well, I'm getting a bit We're not more playing this again. Into, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, Ron Howard or Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a Ron Howard. Um, so when it starts, it, it opens up with a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I liked that. And I was expecting, now they've sort of set the... Set the I don't know, the opening style with um, Rogue One. Yeah. Saying, um, so it opens up and then it's just a spaceship in space. Flight, as every Star Wars films. So yeah. You don't have the opening crawl. But this one had a crawl, but it wasn't a crawl, was it? It was kind of like more more yellow text, isn't it? Yeah. And then that changes and then it just opens on Corellia in the, in the sort of like... Power station. Power station, yeah. And then it opens up with a big digitised solo logo. I quite like the intro. It no. Me no. I don't know why they've changed it. I don't know why they want to make these changes. It's not right. That's not how a Star Wars film should start. It should start in space with a spaceship. Oh, I see what you mean. So even if it started with a, a Star Destroyer at the top and you saw like the, the um, you know, the, the balcony and the bridge of it and then they went down and then you could see it was being constructed... And then they went down into the shipyard. Oh, maybe. I that would have been cool. Yeah. You know, because I felt like there wasn't much of a, uh, of a, an imperial presence. Presence. In Do you know what I liked in that actually was when the he's trying to make his escape off Corellia, mm. and he, it's the recruiters. 
hmm. trying to sign people up for the Empire. Hmm. I thought it was pretty good because we've always watched it and never really seen how they get. Obviously, when you get to the First Order, they're taking, um, they're taking over planets and recruiting yeah. kids without choice. But this was like yeah, a no, proper recruitment drive. Yeah, and they had the Imperial March. Yeah. It was like a yeah. happy version, like... Dun, dun, dun. I thought, I thought that was really good. That was good. Well, uh, I've got some blurb for you here from IMDb. Okay. With the emerging demand of hyperfuel and other resources, Han Solo finds himself in the middle of a heist alongside other characters, where they meet the likes of Chewbacca and Lando Calrissian in an adventurous situation exposing the criminal underworld in the Star Wars saga. There you go. That's pretty much all that it really is. And, um... I don't want to be talking too much smack on this film because I did really enjoy it but um, there was a lot of references to the expanded universe and I liked that but uh, well as I was about to say I didn't want to be too negative but um, yeah I didn't so much like the bit where he became a stormtrooper because he wasn't really a stormtrooper was he? No but he was for a little while but he was for a little while but he was a he wasn't a ba- it wasn't a masked baseless stormtrooper, he was a... Yeah, it was strange. Mm. It didn't really fit, did it? Hi. But, um... Yeah. Well, that was his, his way out, wasn't it? It was. Well, did you... Should we talk a bit more about the actual characters? Yeah. I liked, um... Rio. He's a standout in this film. For me, anyway. The little so pilot. So the little pilot played by, um... John Favreau. I thought it was very good. Very, very good. And um, what do you reckon of Paul Bettany as our main villain? I don't know. No? He was just a bit... I thought he did a good job of it, but he was just a bit... Um, I don't know, because he isn't... Cause, well, not to be too spoilery, but he isn't the ultimate villain, is it? No. So, he's just a... a well, a, a none of the characters are really ultimate characters, are they? No, well, apart from Han Solo and... Uh, mm. Chewie and Lando. <laughs> Actually, I suppose, <laughs> yeah, you are getting fairly. It would get bogged down. I suppose it couldn't really have given him too much. No. Yeah. I didn't like the robot. No. L three. L three. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. You didn't so, like her. So so annoying. I feel like they knew that we wouldn't like her. Yeah. I intentionally made her yeah, irritating. But the I like her end anyway. Right. When she. Uh, more spoilers, but I think that her character, although she doesn't die, she still has a good. She has a good uh, payoff at the end, I think. I thought she did die. Yeah, but she becomes part of the Falcon. Oh, so yeah. So while her mind, she's still, you know. In there. Yeah. What do you think of Woody Harrelson? I always like Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, I liked him. I thought his character was quite cool as well. He was Becky. quite a scoundrel. Yeah. Um, Just a. Mm, just a little bit. Mm. Sorry, I'm creaking this table and um, this I think there's going to be table. a few sound effects in here. We yeah. can't, we can't get everything right. It's all our folly. I mean, we could still be in the studio for all the listeners knowing. We could just be adding in this these sound effects in the background, like rain and, and table creaking. I wish we were. <laughs> yeah, because we it is raining. <laughs> and it has rained all day. Mm. So uh, Amelia Clark as Kira. You like her? I thought that I liked the twist with her character. There yeah. was a few twists with her character, wasn't there? Well, well, they went back and forth. I like that. Yeah. I thought it was a clever way of doing it. Yeah. 
And um, how about... Well, actually, before we start talking about the Olden Era Reich as well, but you've got that Jonas... We'll just call him Jonas as Chewy. What do you reckon? I thought the film was better for Chewy. Yeah. I think if Chewy hadn't been in it, there'd have been no point having the film. You nailed it when you said it didn't feel like Star Wars when it was just... Solo. Solo on his own. Yeah. It was only when you introduced, like, the Empire and Chewie. Yeah. And the music. And I didn't like the fact that the film's called Solo. Yeah. And that's not even his real name. Hmm, yeah. What did you think of that coming up with the coming up with his name? It was just like Crowbard in there. Yeah. It was a bit lame. I was like, you don't have a family. Hmm. Solo. <laughs> we call you loner for some <laughs> other way, you know. <laughs> He's on his fill. Mm. On your Todd. Yeah. Hand Todd. Hand Todd. <laughs> <laughs> How about Donald Glover? I, he was a believable Lando. Yeah. He was a believable I felt Lando. like, yeah, his very first introduction where he's chatting and the planes are back. He was like, yeah, that's Lando. Yeah. And it felt like him. a few bits, weren't there, where he, uh, he kind of was a little bit off, mm. but enough. I think it's, it's the most. He's probably had more screen time actually as Lando than Billy D. Williams did. More than likely, in that, yeah. He didn't have a lot of in the originals. To, yeah, yeah. It, to the point where, like, I, obviously, well, there's talk about having a Lando movie, isn't there? I think he'd pull it off. Hmm. Well, yeah, he would do. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. Now, Alden Ehrenreich. Oof. What did you like think? Him. I liked him. I thought it was really, really good. I'm surprised I liked him as well. Really? Mm. See, my thought was, I just couldn't... All the way through the film, it never felt like I was watching Han Solo. No? It just felt like I was watching a Star Wars adventure film. Like a cosplay. Yeah. Well, the first time... I know he's never going to be right. The first time I was watching, I was thinking, don't think of him as just Han Solo, just think of him as like a new Star Wars character. And if he's like Han Solo, then... And that'll be all right. So maybe I went in with a bit with a different mindset. I don't know, but I liked him. The, the thing was when it started, and he started in the like the power station, and he was he stole the car, and he's driving away. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thought, oh yeah, this is this is pretty good. He's he's looking the part. He, it looks like it's going to be a fun film. Yeah. But just as it went on, I never felt like I was watching Han Solo. Yeah. Like when they're on the train, you know, they're busting the train, and they're doing that that. Uh, robbery it just never felt like him hmm. at any point even at the end and it's coming to it and I just thought I don't know it just didn't fit at all yeah it never fit never <laughs> <laughs> sorry well I, I suppose we're in disagreement I did like him what did you think of I don't way think he did a bad a bad job of the film he still made yeah. his film like yeah it was still a, a fun film yeah it didn't feel authentic did you figure when they said taken to the beast that he would be meeting you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't at all. No. When they did it, and they threw him down, and they heard like that noise. I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> I did read something now of someone this saying, is "So good." How how could he speak? Hmm. How did he know? Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't know the name of the language. Chewie's language. Chewie, well, what is it? W- Wookiees Wookie. or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I. I felt like it was a fairly rubbish way to get him on the impression. Side. Yeah, because <laughs> he was just going like. <laughs> it was like he was drowning in the puddle. Yeah, I was like, no, it should be more like a. 
<laughs> See, I can do it better than he can. Well, you, you don't want it to be too too uh, too believable. I liked how uh, mucky he was, and I liked the fact that we learned that too. He was like 190 years 190, old. 190, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was cool. But yeah, I like the shower scene as well. When they when they yeah. get on the ship. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That made me laugh. I thought it was really good. And when that scene went on, Sonia just looked at me and with a big smile. She was, I really like him. <laughs> what? Chewie Orton. Uh, Han. Han Solo. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I actually, I did mention Kira's music. I thought her music was probably some of the best new Star Wars music there is. I didn't really clock it. No? No. Yeah, if you get a chance to go back and listen yeah. to some of her music, because her music was, was brilliant. I'll definitely see it again. Yeah. But even my take home from the whole film is just like, I really like that Rio. Yeah. Really, really he was a good like. little character. He was really good. He didn't have a, a lot of screen time. Not really, no. I like to think maybe we'd see... A spin-off. Yeah, some other from him in the future, possibly. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not raking it in enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the other Wookiees? I quite liked that, mm. when they had the little revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked it. And, and I liked the way they parted at the end, when he just like yeah. went and tapped heads and then mooched off. Yeah, because I thought that that was going to be Chewie's wife or something. Yeah, I thought it was going to be his actual a, family. It's canon still that he's got a wife. Right. So uh, and a little and some kids, but um, I don't know whether that's going to be a future thing or what. Right. See, I'd, I'd like to see a Chewie spin-off before this. Yeah, how it's, he got yeah, caught. Yeah, so you have um, Solo, Chewie, and Lando. Yeah. Because you could have you could have Chewie before that, and then it ended him with him getting mm. caught and put into the becoming the beast. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Did you like when they were doing the um, the Kessel run? So they're going through Kessel yeah. in the clouds. Did you like the way they were doing the mini hyper sp- hyper jumps? Little. They're doing these bounces. little ones, yeah. trying to get through the electricity and stuff. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really cool. Little, a little bit of flavour they added to it. It's really bad when they went to Kessel. That's when I was really struggling with the film. Mm-hmm. It was a good part of the film, but I was really. I don't know if it's just because we watched it late. Mm. I was really struggling yeah. from that point. That's why I was kind of getting like a bit bored. Yeah. Even though it was probably should have been the most integral part of the film. And that was the what the Kessel Rush? Not it was around that time. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the whole film up until that point had, had been having like seen it for the second time. I was like, all oh, right, we're here already. Yeah. So it feels like the first two acts of the film go really fast. But mm. in saying that. There's these huge jumps where you don't see much and massive things happen and then there's loads of dialogue. Right, yeah. So it's... Yeah, there's there's a few bits where you're just like, oh, why are you talking this? It'd be better if I could see it, you know? Um, but, I mean, apart from that, I think... I think purely and simply because of the restrictions of the time that they had... You know, it was the, always good. I think one of the main points was always going to be the Kessel run and getting the Falcon, wasn't it? I did really enjoy every bit in Kessel, even when they were trying to get out yeah. and the, the you know the origins of the twelve parsecs thing. But it didn't necessarily. Oh, actually, well, because I was thinking, no, Han Solo did the Kessel run in twelve parsecs, but it's actually the it's the ship that did the Kessel run. Yeah, he always says that, doesn't he, in the in, in the original trilogy? Yeah. Never heard of the Millennium Falcon. It's the ship that did the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. So I suppose it is. But it's it's the point that he always played it down. 
the mm. name always made it out to be just something that, yeah, we did it. Yeah. Uh, but then when you see how tricky it was for him to do it, mm. everyone's like, oh, you did it in 12, 12 yeah. parsecs. And he's like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fine. It was like, well, whatever, just brush <laughs> yeah. it off. But then in The Force <laughs> Awakens, it's the chip that did it in 14 parsecs, 12 parsecs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of Infus Nest? It started feeling a bit um, with them, like Fifth Element yeah, sort of style. Because it was almost like having two villains. Yeah. They both get underserved, don't they? Mm, yeah. And then they have the switcheroo towards the end. And then I did enjoy, though, that you've got the characters in that rebellion group. So you've got Warwick Davis's character. Yeah. And then he's Weasels. He's the same character that he played in um, The Phantom Menace. Right. There's a scene with Abby. Do you remember that? Do you remember Warwick Davis in the Phantom Menace? His character was called Weasel, so he's now joined the re- joined the rebellion. After, yeah, because this is after Phantom Menace. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah, I really like that. I thought that was cool. And then there's right. that other guy, Two Tubes from uh, Rogue One. Right. And because this is a, a before Rogue One, he obviously gets um, radicalized. Right. As he's going on through. And then sort of breaks off from the rebellion. I thought that was cool. There was a few things in there few that links. I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, a few links. But you said, didn't you, earlier on? It was it was linked into a lot of other yeah, parts um, of the story. Yeah, some of them were some of them were really good and they made sense, and then others were just a bit like, yeah, I'm not so keen on that. But yeah, I think on the on the whole, I suppose we've got it because it's mandatory now. Everybody has to do it every time they talk about a uh, Star Wars film when it comes out. Where is it in your in your Star Wars over underage? It's down near the bottom for me. Is it? Yeah, it's not. It's not up there. No, not at all. I thought I didn't think it was as. It's technically a prequel, so is it is it lingering around the prequels? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. We had the prequels of so we've got Rogue One. For me, I'm, I know this is probably going to be a bit. People aren't going to agree with me, but it's up there with like Return of the Jedi for me. Really? Yeah. Because my top three Star Wars films are uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then A New Hope, and then Return, and then uh, The Force Awakens, and then after that is Rogue One, and then it'd probably be Solo. Really? And then it'll go Return of the Jedi, and then The Last Jedi, and then Revenge of the Sith. Sounds like Return of the Jedi, but just from like nostalgia as a kid, I loved it. For me, it doesn't hold up because I've watched it a few times. Yeah the past sort of three or four years and the, the first 20, the first act of it is amazing and there's that scene where he's talking to his, talking to Vader he's like I see you've constructed a new lightsaber and that whole scene I just think it's incredible yeah. but in comparison to the opening scene of Rogue One that's amazing you know I get you. and there were some bits in it like like the Kessel Run bit that I just really enjoyed because it wasn't so much about the characters is it was the Millennium Falcon itself. Yeah, it's swapped, it, it pushed the emphasis onto the ship more yeah. than onto the. Because people, people are involved. like, oh well, the Millennium Falcon's a character, and it is because it's giving everything it's got. Yeah. It's losing bits all over the place, and then it finally makes it through, and it does that thing where it it breaks down, and then it starts yeah. up again. And you're like, yeah, of course, <laughs> what happened to the Millennium Falcon because it's always breaking down because it's a piece of junk. What did you make of how clean it was and how neat it was? Mm. I know before, and you said, "What have they done with it?" Yeah, what in like the next twenty yet? years? So I'm thinking in the next one because it still stayed fairly clean, didn't it? Nothing yeah. really happened. 
I thought because I saw a few um, I saw a few toys of Chewie and Han covered in mud, and I right. thought, oh, they're going to crash the Millennium yeah, Falcon, yeah. and they're never going to clean it up again, like Dagobah or something. Yeah, yeah, but that's not that's no. not happening. Did you make of the obviously um, Han played Lando to yeah. win it at the at the cards. Yeah, and he won. So he went out to take him to the ship. It's almost like they just stole it yeah, I off someone that. else. I thought, is it actually your ship or yeah. not? I don't think it was his no. ship. So is there something there that's going to come back on that, that it's someone else's Yeah, entirely? I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, because why would he not be able to get in there? And then it kind of came to that in The Force Awakens, yeah. and it's on Jakku, and he's like, such a body had it in his car lot. Yeah. And tell him I, he stole it off such a way. Well, Duquesne. you can tell him, yeah, you can Duke, tell yeah. Han Solo just stole back, and you can see yeah. it's just a ship that's <laughs> yeah. just been stolen and stolen yeah. and stolen and stolen. Yeah, I like the idea as well that because Han Solo talks about his dad a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, he said, My dad used to make these freighters, mm. and it's almost like he's got that little bit of sentimentality for yeah. him. Obviously, who knows? I, I personally, I would like to see in the next film maybe a, a scene of him really, like, really young with his dad, right. But I'm not going to cross my fingers for anything like that, you know. <laughs> but I honestly, much. I would be more than happy to have another two Han Solo Han Solo films. Maybe it's just that I can't believe him as Han Solo, and if yeah. I could, I, it'd have been completely different yeah. for me. And I think if I could get past that, it'd be an, a really good film. You're going to have to work quick as well, though, churning these out because do you have the. I mean, he's 28. Yeah. He's older now, right? So he's only, he's only what three or four years younger than Harrison Ford was. I feel like if the if you're gonna cast a young guy to be Han Solo, you at least use him while they can. In the next three or four years, they need another two films. Plus, is that why it's come out at this time yeah. of year rather than the December release? Yeah, possibly. What was it? Where is it for you? Because I, I asked you, and then I oh, went, yeah. on a, went on a rant. Um. I'm similar in that I'd have Empire at the top, then A New Hope. I'll probably say The Force Awakens up there then. Yeah. And then oh, Revenge oh, of the Revenge Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I, I like that one. It's a good film. I think it's really good, and yeah. I think it's because it is in the prequels. It's played down a lot, and it's I think it's better than it's made mm. out to be. And then I'd probably say Rogue One. Yeah, after um, Revenge of the yeah. Sith. Oh, I've missed out Return of the Jedi wow. as well. I like that up there. The thing is, like these films are all so good, They're and so that's close. why we struggle. Because mm. like when you say like, oh, um, like Rogue One's number seven, and people I think are like, it was, whoa, number seven. I on think your it, list. yeah, I think it was but, better than uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I do love that film, but it's, it's kind of like you've got these these films that are all like strong seven and eight yeah. up until like your eighth place and yeah. then it tails off and like yeah, yeah. So then you're at like a five six. I'd say for me it's probably down around place six or seven in the yeah. list. Right. Okay. But I think I'd let you place it because yeah, I just uh, I think that people have just been so hard on it. No, but I don't think I've been too harsh on it considering well no, I was, no, I, I was a bit harsh yeah. to when we first came out of the cinema yeah um, that asked and Kim was like didn't enjoy it no she didn't she, enjoy it she didn't like it <laughs> and I just I think I remember saying something about it should have been burnt in production if they'd not had Chewie in it <laughs> it's funny like looking through just what it could have been actually looking yeah. through the IMDB pictures like there's a whole costume changes of you know the change, the costumes have changed completely because Kira, majority of the uh, Crimson Dawn scenes, mm. is in like a white gown, and then in yeah. this one she's in a black gown. 
Right. So, um, and he's got some dodgy looking weird denim trousers on his yeah. solo. So, well, just what massive, you know, to the point where they've changed the actual look of the characters. Yeah. I wonder what it would have been like. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think we got a much better film than what was expected. What we were I think so, yeah. yeah. I think I think if I watched yeah. it again I think I'd be I'd be happy to watch it again mm. and give it another chance. I don't think it's up there as one of the brilliant uh films he made and I don't think it should necessarily I still don't necessarily think it should have been made. Yeah. I don't think it was needed. No, it did, we didn't need it. But I'm glad it was made. It's a bit I just, of fun. I've just been wanting a, a mish, you know, just a couple of characters going on a cool mission, you know. Um, I think yeah, I think that's the side of it that was good that it wasn't in the whole Star Wars story of mm. it had to be sticking to this major reveal of anything spectacular. It didn't have to mm. try and throw any curveballs in that they've been trying to do with the last few films. It was just a bit of an adventure. Yeah, exactly. It's just how he gets his best friend and he gets a ship. And they do try and throw a couple of yeah. twists in there, which makes you think they are going to make another yeah. one if it's made enough money. Now, I suppose we're going to have to go full, like, third act spoilers now. What do you think? If you haven't seen it, we've already spoiled loads of it, yeah. but if you haven't seen, just turn off now. But, um, Darth Maul. I, I asked, we had this chat the other day, because <laughs> I'm really confused, because I've not watched the cartoon series. Right. And I don't understand. I've even tried to find out. There's a good video on I, yeah. I am, uh, sorry, on, um... YouTube. On YouTube, on the, uh, IGN. Right. Why is Darth Maul in, in Solo? I just don't. I don't understand. Yeah. How he's alive. Right. So, it's the Force that kept him alive, the dark side. Well, it's That's just... what the. He's uh, <laughs> so dodgy My as well. Word. In the in the Clone Wars series, he's constantly covered, like coated in this green smoke, like right. evil Force. It looks so creepy. Um, and yeah, it's basically his hate for. For soul, uh, sorry for Obi Wan, yeah, and his hit of the dark, of the light side that keeps him right, keeps him alive, and then he gets betrayed by the other Sith. Okay, and then he gets even more angry, and then he just becomes Maul, and he is even credited as Maul. Right in the film, he's no longer Darth Maul, and uh, he becomes the head of a cri- the criminal. Well, he, that was the thing; he couldn't, he couldn't really be a Darth at that time, mm. could he? Because by the time of Han Solo, uh, the Emperor has. Darth yeah. Vader. Yeah. And the idea is there can only be two. The, yeah, but then um, another part of all the car- the, um, the cartoons as well is that you've got the uh, seventh sister who's... You've got these other three characters who have double-edged lightsabers, that, right. but they use them, they spin round and they can use them as helicopter blades. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. Um, but I would say watch it, watch it, because yeah. if you're not going to read any of the books or any of the comics, potentially... They're all... I think you can buy, like, the whole 20-episode right. seasons for, like, 10 quid on Amazon. OK. And they are really worth watching. Um, or b- probably next year when the streaming service starts. Yeah. The Disney streaming, they'll all be on there. Right. Uh, so, yeah, and I think they'll push that as well because they must be... They must be using that whole thing as a way to go to mall tracking down yeah. Obi-Wan. But that's even been done as well. But then is that going to be your own prequel? Or not prequel, but... Yeah, and solo film. <laughs> well, but the, the thing is with that, like, we've already seen that fight. That fight's already been done in Rebels. Right. So whether or not they redo it, 
they refilm well they they re yeah redo it for the film and I'd be happy if they did but it's it's only lasts about two or three seconds does that fight right yeah it's because Obi-Wan's so powerful in the force right and he knows what to do and he mm. beat him once let's face it yeah exactly yeah and he beat him uh, once when he was when he was in a rage yeah <laughs> I would yeah I just I thought it was really weird that they put him in they didn't need it did it but when you actually sit down and you work out why he's in, it makes sense. Right. It makes perfect sense in the canon, but for most people sat there, even like he's sat there and he puts his arm out, yeah. he uses the force to grab his lightsaber and then ignites it and then says to Kira, we'll be working much closer in the future. Yeah. And then turns it off. I thought that. It was that. all just so that people were like, oh, right, yeah, now I know, because it, the weird demon face with red and... Yeah. Black stripey. Make sure you sort yeah. recognised him. Mm. Is it the same guy who played him as yeah. in the original? Yeah, as well? yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I can't remember the guy's name now. But I love the I love the picture you see of him in production where he's like just in his jammers and got the <laughs> the face. Yeah, <laughs> just like wandering around this desert, like having a look at the shots when they yeah. were talking about before, and and he's just in his comfies and yeah. <laughs> it's like all the makeup on. <laughs> it just looks really random. Yeah, because there was a lot of people thought that. Um, Vader was going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah, because there've been there's been reports of a guy walking around with a lightsaber in black cloak. Right. On set, which is obviously no, was Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's clever. Any other thoughts? Um. No, I wanted to talk about Darth Maul, and we've done mm. that. That was. I didn't know what point to bring that up, just for. Yeah, spoiling. I'm wondering what they're going to do with Kira though, because he's obviously not got the Force in the film. So whether or not she just becomes like a criminal overlord. Well, she's obviously she's she said a few times, didn't she? Through it, because uh, it's three years separate from Hansel getting off Corolla. Yeah, yeah, Corellia, Corellia, yeah. Them meeting again, and she said a few times, didn't she? She you won't like what I've what I've done, mm. and she did rather easily kill her boss. Yeah. At the end. Yeah, true. Yeah. So she's obviously got a wicked streak in her now. I like that when uh, when he when Solo says you don't know her like I do, and the other guy's like maybe you don't know her as well as you think you do. It's <laughs> the way he says it. Maybe you don't know her at all. It's well creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't think that I would come out feeling as excited for a follow up of a follow up. For yeah, it. I can see what you mean. I like. I think that was the thing that last five minutes really set up a good mm. storyline more yeah. than. The whole rest of the film. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it in the future now because you've got the guys from um, uh, what Benny, Benny Hoff and Weiss. Is that? Mm. Yeah, they they've got they've got a bunch of films they're doing, and then Ryan Johnson's got a bunch of films, yeah. and then we've got Episode Nine to come out, and and this rumored um, solo. Uh, sorry, um, got the rumored. Uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan film. And then there was another guy, I can't remember the name of the director, but someone um, announced recently that he's going to be directing and writing a Boba Fett film. Right. So I would imagine rather than getting a Solo 2, we'll get a Boba Fett. Will that whole, that Solo line might link into? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah, because I would imagine that... You can't make that many. Mm, Crimson Peak would have been one of the... one of the... groups of these gangsters. And then maybe... The Huts, yeah. another group, another faction. Right. 
maybe and then I don't know maybe Maul will have something to do with that in that way yeah possibly possible I think it'd be cool if they had a, a Boba Fett film and they had it as Solo being the villain right yeah but if these turn the whole perspective That'd from be a the bit idea, of villains yeah. being the heroes yeah and the heroes being the villains everyone likes Boba Fett as well don't they so yeah. it'd, it'd fit quite well well it wouldn't be in Boba it wouldn't be Boba would it it'd be yeah. it'd be Django wouldn't it no I know because it's Fett, after yeah. isn't it yeah it's after oh. sorry yeah if Boba Fett's is, is well I'd help if I could follow a timeline yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Explained is good for all timeline yeah. stuff yeah 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 really good yeah I'm just really excited about what they bring out but I just feel I only want one a year we've said this before yeah we've done that a few times but I can feel that we're not going to be getting one a year soon <sighs> uh, we're going to be it's, it's well this we're could be way more than that yeah it's going to be on to threes and they're going to be uh, yeah the only the only more at least franchise will be Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, well, they could no. merge them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, um, oh no, I, can't, I don't even know why I laughed at that. That's so awful thought. What were they, Hyper Vin, Fast and Furious? <laughs> Vin Diesel doing the uh, Kessel Run in 11 passes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I did it faster? Because I got family. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And a Corona. A cor- <laughs> yeah, pouring Corona into the engine. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. My Corona. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you got anything else? No, I think that's about yeah. it. I think yeah. we've covered. Yeah, yeah, I think we've we've come to the conclusion that it was it was decent and better than we expected, and yeah. also not amazing. <laughs> but I think there's a few disagreements, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, I was it's it's all a perception of art. Yeah. And beauty is in that eye of the beholder. Exactly. They call it Billy's eyes, don't they? Or is it Bobby's eyes? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, if you want to uh, get in touch with the show, uh-huh. you can do that on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We're doing Instagram more now. We fell off Instagram for a bit, but I'm trying to get back on it. At sparkle underscore, underscore pod. And you can email us as well. Mm-hmm. You know that one? The Sparkle Motion Podcast at gmail.com. That's the one. Cool. That's us done. See you later. See you later. Where is the best place to shop for lightsabers? Where's the best place to shop for lightsabers? I don't know. Where is the best place to shop for lightsabers, Luke? The Darth Mall. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) The Darth Mall. Wow. Wow.